is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show with Dr. D. Broadcasting from the HJL Hospitality and Evolve Studios in LA and KZSB AM 1290 and FM 96.9 Santa Barbara or somewhere from the road. He's opened and fixed more than 200 restaurants, bars, nightclubs, hotels, and neighborhood joints around the globe. He's an industry driver, an author, and a columnist. He's a restaurateur with legendary rock star Mick Fleetwood in Fleetwood's on Front Street in Lahaina, Maui. And he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. Guess what we're doing this whole uh, couple hours? If you're just joining us, you have... I'm forgetting. What are we doing? She was precious like a flower. She grew wild, wild and Sadie Bass. I'm 25. I'm from Bath, Michigan. I'm currently living in Nashville, Tennessee. All right. <laughs> well, I'm so excited for you. You get to pick between Gwen Stefani, <laughs> a.k.a. Gwen Shelton. And Blake Stefani. Blake Stefani, our lovely couple. And you think I'm lovely? The two of you together are lovely, oh, okay. but the high percentage of the loveliness is Gwen <laughs> <laughs> You're just a stupid boy. When I heard the song, I was like, is this song written about Blake? Stupid boy? You want to talk? You want me to talk? I think you should talk because I feel like you're losing, so I'll give you a little like... A little bit of hate right there. That wasn't, wasn't hate, yep, that was yep. just love. Sadie, are you originally from Nashville? Oh, He's go. from Michigan. I am from Michigan originally, so I moved to Nashville. and I'm a songwriter at heart. 
I've had stage fright my whole life, 25 years. Um, wow. And today I just overcame it with you guys. Wow. Amazing. You know that my dad is from Michigan, right? So we have that in Your common. Your dad moved when he was two years old. Was no, he two? he was 12. Get 12, it right. that's right. Okay. Uh, the stage fright thing can keep someone from opening up and honestly thrusting yourself into this most 100%. awkward, horrifying situation of a performance. That's a hell of a way to overcome your fear right there. So congratulations, you did it. And Thank you. Welcome to Team Blake. Who do you think is your coach? resonated with me what you said about the stage fright. I actually had the exact same experience as you. I auditioned for a singing competition show when I, I mean, I was, I've said that about a million times. That's why they're laughing. But, um, it's relevant, I, it's relevant. It's relevant, but I was, I was 15. I had never sang in front of anybody before. And like my knees were shaking. I thought I was going to pass out. So I want to say I'm really proud of you because that's no small feat. And even though I won't be your coach, I'm here for anything you need on the stage fright stuff. Because I worked so much to overcome that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited for your journey. Thank you so much. A lot of this will have to do with your coach because sometimes you just need that person that can just be a mirror to yourself and say, listen, you are amazing. You just need to let it loose right now. So my coaching would be just building you up. And I think even in, in your lane of country, being that I was late to the game, but now almost seven years with Blake have learned so much. And it's it's so in my heart because I am a songwriter and the music is all about the story. So don't pick Blake and pick me. I agree. Don't fall for it, Sadie. Don't fall for this. <laughs> okay, Sadie, who do you pick as your coach? What you gonna do? you like to turn around for me but then I thought when you know what you're a little against the grain and I think the second you heard I was from Michigan I don't know if you believed in what was in here go with your gut so Gwen I'm gonna have to go with you What are we doing? What, what are we doing? What are That's we a good doing? question. Well, I, I know we're about to we're about to introduce uh, um, a really fun guest here and a, and a, and a very talented singer songwriter. Uh, before I do that, though, let me tell you what we're doing. We're talking to um, artists from the very Michigan. <laughs> Great state of Michigan, baby. All right. Yeah, no, all over the yeah, all over That's the country, right. but all that matters at this moment is Michigan. That's right, right. Michigan, right there, Bass. Right. Um, Sadie can't wait. I, I'm I'm not kidding. I should just shut up and let her take over and tell us all about herself. <laughs> but we're talking about NBC's The Voice. Uh, check it out. There are. For musical icons, we all know him. Camila Cabela goes for Bold with Blake Shelton and John Legend and returning coach Gwen Stefani. Watch new episodes of The Voice on Mondays and Tuesdays, 8, 7 Central on NBC and Peacock. It is streaming and streaming now from where? Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> now she goes silent on us, huh? Uh, that was your I was letting you do your thing. Yeah, uh, thanks. My thing. My thing's over. Let's do your thing. Sadie, um, Bath, Michigan. What an interesting hometown, Bath, Michigan. Bath she, Fighting Bees. The Bath? Fighting Bees? The Fighting Bees. Yeah, now, are we scary. talking about the letter in the alphabet or the things that buzz around? 
How often do you Things fight? Things that buzz around. Like <laughs> hey, hey we have to have clarity. We've got to have clarity. How often do you yeah, fight? Yeah, we were real fierce when it came to sports. Yeah, well, tell us hey, how, how If you fierce, ever watched Sesame Street or the Electric Company, you saw bees fighting. Oh, you did? Yeah. On occasion. I, I didn't watch that. That was I, I, that was uh, past my bedtime. Um, <laughs> Sadie, <laughs> how fierce were you at sports? You know, I wasn't bad at sports. I mean, I went to a small school, and it's a small town, so we all know it's slim pickings. But uh, in my group, I didn't do half bad. I mean, I played, you know, I was a three-sport athlete, and it was just kind of the thing to do, you know. And I, I had friends that did it, and it was just... And, uh, and your school, the With fi- outdoor stuff, too, you know. Yeah. It kind of kept me out of trouble, I think. I have a feeling you still got in trouble outdoors somewhere. Uh-huh. Just nobody saw you. Uh, yeah, dirt bikes don't count or anything out in the dirt, woods. Dirt <laughs> that isn't at a sporting event. <laughs> Sadie, uh, and she's a hunter, so Dr. D, be careful what you say. I think she's probably uh-huh. got a, a couple guns very close got by. beat on me, I'll tell you. Um, I actually like bow hunting more than, than I was going to say that, and I don't know, I know that about like, you. I didn't read that. It's a thing now. Sometimes people are like anti or pro or whatever, but if it makes anyone feel better... I'm a bow hunter. Of course. You would you have been an archer in the olden days back then? Would you have? Oh, been? I could have for sure. Yeah. Or like Hunger Games, Katniss. You know, mm-hmm. with your little thing. <laughs> I mean, that's way harder than the kind of bow that I use, but I really enjoy. It. I like that a lot. Yeah, that that, that does take that pullback, right? That's pretty tough. That's hard. How many pounds of pressure is that typically when you? Pull back one of those um, Men usually pull back like 70. Mine's like 55. 55. But they go from 40 to 50. As 70. opposed to a crossbow that uh, you still have to have the tension, but you don't have to hold it until you fire. You yeah. you lock it down and then you pull a trigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to be. Dad uses his I used shoulder ain't as good as it once was. <laughs> You're talking about just like the regular string, right? Like the There's yeah. that and then the crossbow. Well, yeah, I mean, there's fancy stuff now too. Our oh, bows yeah. now aren't like, you know, you know old kind of bows where you really have to dial everything in i mean there's so many accessories you put on these things you can't i mean you can't miss all the different brands and stuff it's just like trucks they're all going to do the same job (laughs) it's really user error i think if if there's problems and when you have a metal uh, arrowhead and a magnetic uh target you can't miss <laughs> Sadie, aren't you glad you waited 25 minutes uh, past your interview time to, for this interview? <laughs> She's like, are we going to talk about music and the voice in my career? Um, yeah, what do you guys want to know? Yeah, we want to know all of it. What do you want to tell us? I, I do know, should I set you up a little bit here? That yeah. um, you're an outdoors woman, as we've established. Mm-hmm. I don't know how... Uh, this is. I want you to explain this to us. Your bio reads that you turned your passion for hunting and fishing into a way to connect with your online audience. How did that happen? And how does that happen? And does it translate to music fans online? Um, you know, I think what happened was, you know, I did sports and everything. I was always into that sort of stuff, but it didn't really get like the twinkle in my dad's eye you know what I mean like something that he was really you know impressed or proud of and he didn't have a son so I think whatever he did outside I wanted to do because I did get kind of get that twinkle and I maybe didn't love it at first I probably didn't because he told me to just shut up right when we were in the woods stop talking but after a while I just got good at it you know and I liked spending the time with him whether it was fishing and I'd never caught jack nothing you know when my dad's catching everything but it was just 
um, the time spent, I think. And then after a while, when I moved out and was doing my own thing, I chose to do, to still go outdoors and get into that, you know, bought my own bow and blah, blah, blah. And then um, I think it all just kind of came full circle, but I was in the new world of social media. So Instagram, you could post pictures and that was the thing to do. You know, we were sharing our lives with each other, me and my friends online and I was sharing what I was doing and I was hanging out outside and it just tended to get a lot of like action. I guess I was gaining some followers and getting likes and my friends were like, Ooh, Sadie, you know, and I'm just like, you know, I'm just posting stuff. People are thinking it's interesting, which I do have an interesting family. So we just laughed it off at the time. And, um, when music kind of came into the picture later on, once I got a little more brave and posting, I mean, seven second clips without my face in it, just little things here and there. Uh, um, I just, it just started to grow. So I think it all kind of went hand in hand. And now at this point, had you been creating music at all or, or really um, just, um, I was writing since I was little, but like the worst, terrible, most awful songs ever. And like all my old diaries and songbooks, like there ain't nothing in there. I've already checked just to make sure, but I was, actively trying to like make music somehow you know what i mean and uh -huh. i didn't really learn guitar till later that's kind of when i started actually singing in front of like you know my mom or dad or on a bonfire because it was less scary to like do it alone and i could strum something you know and so i think that's when it kind of came together but before that it was and then you turn that the this i'm looking at uh, you know 65.1 followers you've got uh, check it out right now if you you can do that safely if you're not driving in the car. Uh, Sadie Bass underscore and underscore two of them. <laughs> oh, that's that's it's longer, right? Because it does look long, so it's two of them in, in no, a row. I don't know. One was probably taken. Whoever that is. Mm. Yeah, it's a okay. It's Sadie Bass long underscore, which means two. Hit it yeah, <laughs> but once you type it in, okay. Fingers crossed. But it, it's you're really photogenic and fun with your your Instagram. So I don't uh, I see you know no uh, mystery why you have so many followers and you will continue you. to gain followers. It's a very it's a fun page to look at. You've got a, you're doing a lot of fun things outdoors and um, and just great great photogenic pictures. It's, it's kind of just a fun thing to do, you know, because I can post what I want and still just keep everyone kind of in the loop of what I'm doing or what I'm working on. And then that's also gives ideas for songs. So sometimes I'll be out on the lake and caption something wake and bake. And then guess what? Next week I wrote a song called wake and bake and I'm singing it at the next festival or whatever it is. And right. it's just kind of a fun, I think journey to follow along as long as you don't take it too seriously, I think, and get wrapped up in what everyone liked or what got the most likes and right right um, and, and that's a good lesson that's a good motto for life right don't take anything too seriously and you'll have a lot more fun uh and and the success that you deserve will come to you and that you earn do you have any big sponsors like bow companies yet or fishing tackle or uh, <laughs> you know i had a, lo a lot of people uh reach out in the past but and I started getting into it a little bit because I was like, oh, I get to get some of this free stuff and try it out. And, you know, I'm poor over here, musician. I couldn't afford all these arrows and all this stuff or whatever it was. <laughs> and so I was getting these things and trying them. But then my my page was starting to look a little advertising. I was like, OK, I actually don't know if I like these brands. Let me start getting picky here because people are actually wanting my opinion and I actually don't know. So <laughs> I just kind of uh, took off like any sort of brands that I was working with and I was like I just need time to kind of figure out you know the brands I really want to like represent and stick to and stuff so we kind of organized those together because we knew once the voice took off that hopefully we'd be able to work you know 
mm-hmm. with some of the brands that maybe haven't reached out yet that I would love to work with. So and who would be, put it out there? Who do you want to work with? Do you, do you have a name? Well, I mean, I wear freaking, I wear Carhartt. I wear Timberland. Um, like Bass Pro Shops would be super fun, right? My last mm-hmm. name is Bass. My dad would absolutely love that. Budweiser does kind of because that was always my beer that I drank. Um, but even like my friends always joke and say like Frank's Red Hot because I carry it around in my purse. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, if I never had to pay for a bottle of this stuff again, I'd probably actually have more money. Oh, Sadie, I love, you. I love you. You're great. I love it. I love this cute picture of you. With Daddy's the... Dogs in Nashville. Please sponsor me, Daddy's Dogs. Daddy's dude. Dogs. Are you <laughs> listening? Get, yes. Give her a call or go to hit you up on Instagram. Um, cute picture <laughs> of you playing the guitar here. How old were you in those photos when you were young? Here with the guitar, you know what I'm doing. The one I'm referring oh, to. Oh You gosh. look like you're like ten or something. I don't know. I asked my mom, and she doesn't know either. I mean, can we just all take a stab at it? Yeah. I'm wearing I'll, a matching outfit with dog prints on it and holding yeah, guitars. And that's that's the dog. What did you call dog paws? And with the sponsor that you want to call you? What? The sponsor that you mentioned was like dog paws something that you just mentioned. Didn't you mention this? Uh, no? Okay, never mind. I don't know. <laughs> well, when did you first start playing music? How oh, that's you? what you want to know. Okay. Well, yeah, well I, I was, was getting there. singing when I was younger. I always liked to run around and sing, and I was making up songs, right? But I was still just kind of too scared to sing out because I didn't know if I was good. And my mom said I was good, but everyone, the mom says they're good. And sometimes I wish they wouldn't. <laughs> those people that somebody's got to tell them, and it just... You feel bad if it's got to be you, but you sometimes can't do it. I usually can't. So I'm like, yep, it's good. <laughs> I knew. So I was like that. And um, I always kind of messed around with this little crappy guitar that we had at the house, but it just absolutely, I couldn't wrap my head around how to play the thing. Um, but then like on YouTube and stuff, I le- started looking up videos and I got to see like some friends play at campfires, ask a lot of questions. And that's kind of where I learned. So I kind of just got the basics down. I call it like Miranda Lambert chords, enough to write a song, even if it's the same chords for multiple songs. You can play them different. You can sing them different. That's kind of what I what I did. And then when I got, you know, later on down the line, I got help on that. But what do you like doing? I guess that, that more started in like middle school, I would say, is middle when school? I started kind of playing with it. But nobody knew until in high school. Nobody knew I was known for sports. I had good grades did sports, was just an athletic person. And then I went and played college softball for a year. I was supposed to continue playing and, you know, get a, a college education. And that all sounded great. But then I got thinking how I was going to get older. And, you know, I wanted to do what made me happy. And I knew that I was kind of scared and wasn't really sure that I could sing in front of people. But I kind of wanted to try because it was just always like on the back burner. And, um, that's when I quit. I just called up my coach one day and I said, I'm quitting and I want to pursue music. And he was like, I don't even know that you like singing. And I was like, yeah, well, we're going to find out. And then <laughs> it ended up taking from there. I ended up taking gigs and stuff. And that's when my hometown said I was good. And people online were saying I was good. You know, it started to just kind of snowball effect. And I just took the opportunities as they came. And I think God just kept placing them in there. So, so it's interesting. You made the choice that you had this in the background. This is, when you say this, I wanted to do what I love to do, you're referring to music, right? I mean, yeah, it was you, like the writing process of writing? music. Okay. So I've read stage fright like my whole life. I didn't like singing in front of people, but when I wrote a song, 
I liked when somebody related to it or somebody like just somebody liked it. It was nice because I wrote those words or like not everyone has a talent to be able to say something in, in a lyric way or in a simpler way or just word it good. And when you could get those aha lyrics and you could put them up there, especially with a good melody too, and something that people can't forget. There's just like. And how do you do that? Can you explain that process or is it unexplainable? It just is. It's who it you are. It happens different all the time. But for me, uh, mostly I have just notes folder in my phone. And anytime I hear something or think of something random, I'll write it down in my phone. And it could be just one line or it's a good rhyme. And then when I go back the next morning and I'm looking at my notes from the day before, that's when I think of that second rhyme or what is this about? Or maybe I have a melody stuck in my head and I have a, a verse written well one day when i'm playing that melody i'll go read through those verses and see Ooh, does this stick is this the vibe i'm feeling a sad song today let's go to my sad folder or my mm. rowdy mm. folder or my you know faith folder it just kind of that's how i do it personally that's what's worked well what i hate is when the lyrics come to you and you're driving I had that happen to me, and I'm going, oh, my God, that's such a great line, the four stand, four lines, and I'm driving. It's like, uh, Voice okay. notes for Dr. D, right? That's what you do, Sadie, yeah? Yeah, uh, yeah hand, I was just going to say, I, I've definitely... got to do hands-free, though. I mean, you can't, here in California... Yeah, you just you, click the button, though, and then you talk. Yeah, well, I... <laughs> <laughs> talk to text is actually better than me using my fingers, I there think, There you go, honestly. there you go. It's interesting. So, between the two loves, the love is music, let's say, the big love, and the... The, between the two songwriting is your your true yes yeah. oh yeah so that's why this voice thing was like weird because they 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 have recruiters i think that reach out to people that they want to maybe audition i still had to send in audition videos and everything and i got reached out to though and i was surprised i thought i'm no i'm not an adele you know like this is a campfire voice this is like i don't know i didn't know and um campfire voices are they, great voices Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. I guess. I just, I had never really thought that was my strength, you know? Uh -huh. And so, especially for a show like The Voice, where it's about your voice. And I didn't know what they even liked in my voice or what to emphasize on. Um, well, so you know, I read The Voice a little bit different, the name, The Voice. I, I see it as grabbing a lot of things in a, in one under one roof or under one banner. Um, what you're talking about what you love to do, what you do so well, what comes so naturally and is your passion, your real love in life, what you're meant to do on this earth is you're a, you're a voice, mm -hmm. meaning you're a storyteller. Mm -hmm. A voice, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, I think it can mean so many different things. And you've got a great voice, by the way. So don't. <laughs> you do. Uh, well, yeah. So you, you got know, both of go those. On, you learn things on there. You know, apparently I have flips and turns and a good tone. I didn't know these things. You know, mm -hmm. I'm just self-taught. Just. Yeah. Whatever. What have, have you learned? What is so far? I mean, I know. I mean, started, I don't but... know everything I can d discuss. Don't get me in trouble. Yeah, no, no, no. But I mean. But... Okay, but you're right. I will you're say right. one really useful information. If somebody doesn't listen to anything in this whole uh, show today, if there's one actually useful information I wish I would have heard, anyone who's kind of struggling with like stage fright, I think I figured it out in this process, especially if you're an athlete. If you weren't, it probably is different. But I realized that you kind of turn your nerves that like shaking just scared to death feeling like it can make your your body tremble you know and that's mm -hmm. what would happen to me i would be sick i'd be throwing up everything Ill. yeah um but you turn that into adrenaline and you treat it just like you do when you play sports it's not it's not even about the competition either it's just about like doing 
your part the best that you can but like I took it and I was like okay like I'm feeling nerves because this is important I'm hype like let's go all I can do is my best that's it and like I just I, instead of sitting there trying to stop the shakes I was jumping around before this thing like saying like I'm ready like I got this, this is a big deal and it just helped me a ton like I'm telling you when these mm. uh, how do I go about saying without getting trouble the the process before this I could barely get through a song you know on stage or performing like that and so you think the whole process before this was very challenging and like you you saw on the interviews there that i had to take a minute because there's lights in my face there's cameras you know it was absolutely just crazy sadie that was actually a note a note for me i really wanted to spend time on that on the stage fright because you don't come off that way talking here or your your posts your pictures your photos you come off you're even your singing and your lyrics you come off really confident and strong um but i but i know i've I've heard that before even before when i i've gotten done with the show and i didn't feel like i was fully present there i was almost waiting for it to get over with or just like i know that sounds bad i still had a good time but it was all kind of a, a front a before in shows because I, it was so fast and I just was so nervous or something. I don't know. It just was so hard to do it and I wanted to do it and I lived for that reaction when they heard a lyric and a song or whatever. Just when people were having fun, it's an excuse to get people together. That's the best part. But I don't know. I just didn't have the epiphany until I was on the voice. I was like, it does not get scarier than this. Right. Right. It doesn't. You're so there. I can do it. It's fine, you know. Were you what were those moments like days like before though? Were you just Oh my gosh. sick with like that anticipation of I mean, you, I you're performing in the front like, of the very best people in the world. <laughs> in oh, front yeah. of a, I mean, uh, millions and of people as well. To be honest with you, looking around at other artists that were there that I'd met, I mean, there are natural born performers and people that live for that sort of thing and they eat it up and they thrive right that's their favorite part maybe isn't even writing or it's i'm saying maybe it's just being on stage and just controlling the environment of the room you know what i mean and like there are people just so prepared and ready for this moment i almost felt maybe undeserving before because i didn't feel ready or prepared i felt like this is a sink or swim situation i'm gonna do my best like whatever it happens that at least will be entertaining but i didn't feel confident just at all so like i said once i got once i even stepped out on the stage i was just proud to do it yeah. but i didn't even think about the chair turning i just was trying to get through the song and be like i did it and then to have freaking two chairs and i was just absolutely like looked at my mom and dad like what is going on here <laughs> <laughs> oh what a great what a great moment uh and congratulations and congratulations for conquering your fear you know how many people don't out there that just never even that's why i hope somebody there. at least hears that part of it maybe yeah. it helps somebody i don't know just life's it. too short i think to just be i know one of the things that it, one of the things that i've looked at uh, in that regard is um getting started is mm-hmm. is the is the biggest challenge but once you've started once you've started vocalizing and putting it out it's like Okay, I've started. I can't go back now, so I might as well just keep going forward. And I agree. yeah. So you think you'll take what you learned here on the voice this this way of channeling that that fear into actually an adrenaline that that powers the machine and powers your brain and 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 you become that performer that you that you want to be. 
Uh, yes. Do you think you'll take that now to to tours and performances? It'll be easier for you. I have so many ideas now. Like this has just opened a whole nother part of my brain, I think, because before it was just getting through, not messing up, trying to make it good enough for people to want to come back. Right. Yeah. But they were still coming back. Now it's like I get to put on a show. Like, what would I want to see? I want to see outfit changes and I want to see <laughs> I want to feel like I'm at a bonfire at one point in a song. And I want to be I want to scream going idea. down a back road, listening to my song, Holy Ground. And I want to like just say what I want to say and do what I want to do and just make it fun. Those and like, now ideas. I can't do that. And all yeah. in front of 600,000 people in yeah. the Coliseum. I mean, the voice is different, right? Because you have, you're singing other people's songs and you know, you're limited in a lot of different things, but it's still absolutely yeah. crazy to be able to do that. And yeah. you're going to make somebody feel something by singing these songs. Mm -hmm. You know, that's cool. Very cool. And uh, thank you so much for, for coming on and, and just giving us a little bit of, of Sadie. Uh, we want to know more. We want to hear more. Can't wait to uh, hear the song we're about to play. Um, Sadie, uh, where do you wait tables? I want to know uh, where's the rest. First watch can, we, can we give that out or will you get too many people you showing can up? Because there's more than one. And honestly, uh, I might not have to work there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. If you want to download my songs, I won't have to get up at 5 a.m. anymore. And hey, let's do that now so she doesn't have to get up. It, folks, let's it. go right now. So we'll send them, we'll download the songs. Where are we going? We're going to Spotify. We're going to Apple. We're going to all, all, anywhere, you all type of in the above. Sadie Bass, S-A-D-I-E-B-A-S-S. -S, and like don't, don't just listen. Follow by click subscribe or whatever but but, yes, but engage yes because that's how sadie can call in sick tomorrow and then never show up again <laughs> she's tired I'm a hard worker man oh i bet you are man you I, all this behind the scenes work you don't get paid for that so i'm ready to do this you know get these songs out and all i right. want to spend more time on that yeah and uh and do what you love to do and what you're meant to do and songwriters are um very they're the they're the top you know they're in demand and and you've got a really great talent a great great thing uh i was a bus boy and a server and all that so i i love i think that hard work that you mentioned that um you know going out fishing with your dad and having a great family that supports you and and a great you look like you have a lot of fun from your photos on instagram also go check her out there uh at sadie um i want to make sure i give it out right sadie bass and you got to do two underscores, not just one. Yeah. Do it so good you want to do it twice. That's so, right. So, so click that twice. Um, Sadie, set us up here for the song we're gonna about, we're about to hear. Um, do you want me to do the whole shebang? Uh, you, are you gonna sing for us? Oh no! I didn't know this is the anything. No, just I didn't hear that. That was so scary. Okay, no. Just tell us whatever you want. Uh, what would you like us I to play right now? To go listen to Holy Ground by Sadie Bass. And we're going to play that. that. About Michigan and my hometown personally, but I think everybody has their own little Holy Ground somewhere. Cool. Mm, I like that. That's a nice idea as well. Yeah. Very, very, uh, I, I love your thoughts uh, your and, and your imagery there, Sadie. Holy Ground, we're going to play it for you right now. You don't, but do go find it, follow it, buy it. Um, and we're going to do that too when we get off here Sadie I'll, we'll buy a few copies um, one last thing I'd like to say check out Sadie on The Voice on NBC 
And you can check out The Voice. It's on Mondays and Tuesdays, 8, 7 Central on NBC and streaming on Peacock. Um, one last thing. Why do you love Michigan? What's If we hadn't been there, what, what do you love about it? Is What's it snowing? Is, okay, is it this snowing, is it, by the really way? Quick. I know all the songs are about the Southern girls, the Georgia girls, the la 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 la. <laughs> no, the Midwest woman is where it's at. Why, why the Midwest woman? What's so great about them? Because there's everything. You can do everything in Michigan. You're not limited. You have all the lakes. There's no scary animals. And the weather is just beautiful. It, just go on vacation after the holidays because otherwise you're going to be unhappy for like two months. But that's it. Everything hey, else is fine. I think the, I think you got a new sponsor, the State of Michigan Tourism uh, Department. There you go. <laughs> Sadie, thank you so I much. I like a lake tour, please. Hey, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> you got the ideas. They just, they just need to call you. You'll give them oh, all I already the, looked this all up, like generator and a pontoon, blah, 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 blah. Oh, they said hey. it can't be done. There's too many people we have to ask. To oh, don't tell it. Sadie it can't be done. Uh-huh. There's that's a challenge. Get it, Sadie. Oh, I uh, didn't delete the note. It's just <laughs> it can be done. It must be done. It, it will can be, be done. done. Um, okay, <laughs> we're gonna take a break. We're gonna we're gonna listen to uh, uh, Holy Ground right now by Sadie ba- Bass. 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 <laughs> I knew I was gonna do it once. Bass with a B. I know this. This is a joke. We never got to tell you. I the guitar, bass guitar. I always called Bass for some reason. So no, I knew when I saw your name, I was gonna go Bass. I it knew that I knew my all the time. Don't even worry my about mental it. was gonna. <laughs> just think of the fish. I almost made fish. it through. Right. I oh, I, I, I that's the way I normally read it, but I knew it was gonna. I was gonna flip it. Anyways, <laughs> Sadie Bass, holy ground, <laughs> holy ground. Here you go. Tires from Babcock Road It's a dot on a map And nobody knows A two-finger wave And I know I'm home Some things Don't ever change Like boot stains in my daddy's name At the gas station beats A place for the sun goes down I stomp and ground
Welcome, Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio. The Jeremiah Show airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. CoreRadio.rocks. Hey there, I'm Caleb. I'm Becca. And I'm Joshua. And we are Girl Named Tom. Go to girlnamedtom.com to hear more of our music, buy merchandise, and learn about our story. You're listening to The Jeremiah Show. You've been listening to The Jeremiah Show. I am Miles Zuniga from Fastball. Hey, this is Tim. And this is Christian. We're L1011. Hi, this is Ron Sexsmith on The Jeremiah Show. The Jeremiah Show. I'm not the only traveler. That's a cool voice. Who is not repaid his debt? I've been searching for a trail to follow again. Take me back to. My name is Ian Harrison. I'm 20 years old, and I'm from Columbus, Ohio. O-H-I-O. <laughs> I think everybody was impressed by the character of your voice. Yeah. It just has this tone that's really enchanting and it sounds good singing so many different things. And it's always fun to work with artists like that. Thank you. I would love to coach you. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm pretty great too, I'm not gonna lie. It's starting to set in on you now. Yeah, yeah. He's I think it is setting in on me. Yeah. I'm starting to get nervous because you got really perked up when Blake started talking to you. <laughs> I was waiting for a moment where I was going, he, he's gonna have to do something bigger here. And then it finally dawned on me, he doesn't have to do that because your performance was so powerful with just the character of your voice that I finally was like, this guy's already doing 
every single thing he needs to do for me to hit my button, so I hit it, man. I'd be proud to be your coach, dude. Thank you. I think you're just a super interesting artist. You showed me your heart. It was very pure. I think it would be really fun to work together because I come from that kind of background. Been in a band. We just got together and like asked my dad for five bucks for a microphone and go to rehearsals. It's like homemade. And just because you have more of a character voice than like a styled fancy voice, that's kind of like me as well. Like I'm trying to just show my heart to people. So mm. I would love to be your coach. I think it would be really cool to work with you. Do you play live a lot now, Ian? Uh, on occasion. What made you say, I don't even play live that much, but I want to go on The Voice? I've always wanted to take a step towards making career in music. Yeah. It's just, I don't think I was ever confident enough. I feel like I could help you get there. There's so much to learn and to be just plopped on the voice stage on TV is insane. <laughs> but you need a coach to help you to get through it. It got me excited when you said that. You have a really beautiful voice. I was so, so, so close to turning around. Darn it! And I should have turned around for you. So anyway, we, we'd all love to coach you. Even Camila would love to. You can't pick her. But you've got to make a choice, Ian. Gwen. Hey, welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. Dr. D likes to like get me down the runway and then and then put a plane in front of me. Well, actually, I double clutched and, uh, double and clutched I burned and out the clutch, so I got to yeah. get it repaired. Yeah, this this show has been double clutched to wow. death. We have no clutch left. No clutch left, so it's downhill <laughs> all the way. That burnt that's rubber. A good thing. Uh, yeah, that metal on and metal. They've done that. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it in first gear and hope that we make the curve. <laughs> hey, uh, Ian, I'm sure, hopes we make the curve, too. <laughs> I, said, I actually have a couple stories about burning my clutch and almost falling off a hill in my car. Oh. It's crazy. Well, let me say, your, let me introduce you first, and I want to hear the story. So yeah. I'm going to do, introduce you really quickly. Ian Harrison, he's our guest, that that uh, great voice you hear in more than one ways. Um, musical artist, he's an artist on this season, season 22 of The Voice. It's uh, looking like it's going to be a, a, just an amazing season um, with... Guests like our artist friend here, Ian Harrison. Ian Harrison, tell us what happened with you. You got a couple of clutch stories and almost going off a cliff. Yeah, so I was down in southern Ohio. Uh, there's a park called Hawking Hills, and I came up to this hill, and I'm flooring it because there's no way I was going to make it up this hill if I didn't. And there was a stop sign at the top of the hill. Oh, you're kidding! No, very top of the hill. I am like 45 degree angle in my 3,000 pound stick shift. And I am like, what am I going to do? Barreling down. So I roll it in first. I hit it. It's at 8,000 RPMs, not going anywhere. I had to let off because it started to burn. Rolled back into this person's driveway. Oh, no. Because um, I was about to fall off of the cliff that I was on. Oh, God. And so I was going 20, 20 miles an hour back in this person's driveway. I put it back in first. 
floor it out of their driveway, flip to second and floor it. And I blew right past that stop sign to make sure that I did not die. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't die too. And you're here to tell the story. And now he's ready yeah, for yeah. NASCAR. That sounds like a, I don't know, but there, there's a song there somewhere. Yeah, there, there's a song in oh, there. Isn't, isn't there? Yeah, there's sure gotta Tracy be. Chapman already wrote it. Uh, Tracy Chapman. <laughs> or Harry Chapin wrote uh, 30,000 pounds of banana. Bananas yeah, right. coming down that hill. Oh yeah. my lord! The references, Doctor D. They always just <laughs> 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 they, they fly past me like Ian at a stop sign. That's right. Oh, oh I like the reference. Very good. Very good. Like Who is our guest? Oh. Ian Harrison. Uh, Ian's going to have to tell us who he is, but uh, let me let me take a little guess, a little stab at at this. Um, he's on NBC's The Voice. That tells you so much about the drive and the ambition and the talent of our guest right now, uh, Ian Harrison. Ian, um, God, we're having so much fun, but. It, you know, I've I've got your bio here in front of me, and I think this is a a monumental thing in your life. And I hate to go to it, but your dad—it's hey, right. uh, who has inspired and and driven you, right? And you, and you live for uh, in his honor. Your father was your best friend, but you lost him yep. too 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 soon. Yeah, um, I lost him at a very young age, and yeah. you know uh, that came with its ups and downs. Uh, there's a lot of points in my life where it was a real struggle, but it also is probably one of my biggest motivations for music and the way that I love music. So mm -hmm. I'm thankful for that. Can I mention that for some mm -hmm. reason your father took his own life? And the reason I do is because we actually, on the show, we've worked with Mariel Hemingway and we worked with Anne Heche, uh, who just passed. Right. Um, we've worked with, uh, that's a big part of our show as well, is, yeah. is, um, is, is what you've gone through. And I'm sure you're, uh, you're a very good voice for that. Um, uh, and for listeners out there, you know, I've heard stories, Ian, where someone has called us or wrote us afterwards and we've we've talked to we've talked to someone like you that's experienced this and you've you've gained and shared perspective that that has helped them and they've been on the yeah. edge yeah and you know over the over the course of the week we've got half a million listeners around the world and so there's somebody out there that's having a hard time that's listening right now um and if you don't mind. I know you're here for your music, but your father is the reason you're here. Uh, yes. Well, how did it inspire you, and how how do you think music uh, can can change your mental state and, and for the better? How did music it do for, for you? Music was more of like an outlet and something to do and something to get my emotions away from me, get my emotional attacks on myself away from me, and get them to be you know, put in words, put on paper and somewhere else, you know, to move them out of the way. And it kind of was an outlet. It feels good to release that. And even if you don't like talking to people about it, you can talk to yourself about it. And music was that way of talking to myself. And, you know, people are going to go through hard times and you are, everyone in this world is going to struggle. And I'm a big advocate for reach out for that help. Like know, know what you're like going through and know you're not alone in it. Uh, it's a really important thing to know that music keeps us all together, but we also keep each other together and there's always going to be people around you that really care about it. Mm -hmm. 
Have people, because this is a part of you and you've shared, you've been brave, in my opinion, very, very brave to share that side of you and your life and your personal story. Uh, have people come to you after a show or after, after this week after The Voice premiered or, um, you know, just in your life, throughout your life? Have they come to you? Have you been able to help people through your story? Uh, yeah. So especially this week, I mean, I've had a lot of people reach out and message me and tell me all their stories. And I've been fortunate enough to read them and unfortunate enough not to respond to all of them because there are a decent amount. But I mean, it's really just inspiring to know that just me sharing one story on TV, me sharing my story on national television has helped other people either cope or relate or just feel like that their stories are also being heard through mine which is incredible. I love that feeling. It's amazing. Isn't that incredible what we can do, the power of a, a television show like The Voice or the power of music or the power of sharing a story with one oh, yeah. or a million? Isn't it incredible what we can do as humans that we don't do enough? I mean, we yeah, do it's have... it's really life-changing. Right? Yeah. Um, well, you're inspirational, uh, Ian, and, and uh, I'm sorry we we had to start with such a difficult topic right there. But hey, no uh, worries. But you're saving lives and you're helping people right in this moment as we speak. Uh, I guarantee it. Uh, yeah, important. So you mentioned going back to where this started for you was to escape your thoughts. So you or to 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 put a voice to those thoughts. Uh, and help you work through it. We hear a lot that you need to talk and you need to share, but sometimes it's just, sometimes it's even better with what you're saying. And, and, and I, I'm saying that to, um, to spend that time with yourself, if you can do it and kind of face it head on and mm -hmm. work through it yourself before it, you put it out there to others. Um, 100%. Were those, were those, can you, do you look back at those those moments? I'm sure they're still raw. Uh, when, as a young boy, you know, trying to figure that out. Um, when you're figuring out life at the same time, you're you're just you're yeah. just it's all coming at you. You, you don't know yeah. what you know now, uh, mm -hmm. sitting here at this age. Um, when you look back at it now, is it put aside the tragedy? But is it for you personally, uh, a, a moment where you appreciate that you had a different experience, not the one you wished you had. Yeah, of course. Um, to make you who you are today. It's hard to say that I'm thankful for it, yeah. but in ways I am because especially like the emotional maturity that I've gone through and the experience that I've been able to teach myself on how to deal with my emotions and how to help other people and it's really just a big thing for me. Uh, I would not be who I am. I would not have like my mind and my head on right if I wasn't going through that experience and I wasn't teaching myself how to go through it like through the years. And I'm still young and I'm still figuring out a lot. Uh, I'm only 20 years old. So, I mean, I got a, long, a lot of life to live, but no, it really is encouraging to me that a lot of the struggles that I went through have also been some of my biggest helpers in life. Yeah. Well, I can sense that about you, but I, you know, you you just said you're 20 years old, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and 
Oh my God, 2021. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I mean, you're yeah, going, you're making me feel really old, Ian. You're, li- but no, but you're, what I, that's not what I was saying, Doctor. I'm not saying I'm old, so stop it. It's already we already know that. You don't need to point it out. Um, <laughs> what I was trying to say is at that age, you. To me, that's the most confusing age, but also the most fun because you're like, well, let me try it. Let's bring that on. Sounds like you yeah. are, you're already ahead of it, though, where you've got a good head on your shoulders. And I'm a, I'm a little ahead of that trying things out curve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, I started at nine trying it out until till yesterday. So <laughs> I'm not learning is what I'm trying to say as well. Yeah. I think you're. Um, it feels like to me you've got a, a, a good outlook on life. And you've probably you're forced to grow up sooner than you should have. And uh, I still I'm sure you still have fun, though. Yeah. Trying it out. I try to. I try my best. (laughs) Yeah. Try it all out. Mm -hmm. Um, Your dad, can we uh, if you wouldn't mind this segment, this interview with you, this portion of the show, would you mind if we dedicated this portion to your father, this interview and give me totally fine. Give me his name, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. uh, David Reed Harrison. And then David Reed Harrison. I think I can spell yep. all that. I'll put that in the bio here in our, in our promotion when we post this. Uh, thank you, David. Um, thank you, uh, Ian. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. You do have your mom, um, big influence in your life as well, and your stepdad, Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're incredible. They're wonderful. Yeah. So you've got a good support system behind you. Oh, yeah. They've been biggest supporters all through the years. Uh, the music. So you started writing first, right? You did. You probably didn't. Were you singing and writing? Did you pick? Were you playing an instrument? Um, when you started channeling your emotions into. When I started singing, music? I hadn't exactly picked up an instrument yet. Uh, I didn't start picking up my instrument until I found my dad's guitar, which I did mention on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was like my first time of like learning and teaching myself. And you know, I taught myself. G, C, E minor, and D, because you can play a million songs with those four chords right there on a capo. And so, you know, that's what I taught myself at first. And you just get better at it throughout the years. And eventually when I hit the right age, I was able to like start talking about my feelings and I started putting things on paper and trying to write songs. And there was a lot of songs at the beginning that I was like, these suck, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. And then they got to a point where like, hey, this isn't bad and this is good. and I like this. And there's like, you know, it just keeps moving uh-huh did it save you music do you think oh yeah ultimately definitely yeah music is one of my favorite things on earth will you can i mean at this moment what's how exciting to to be on the voice uh in my mind you've you've made it you know already um if you're on the yeah. voice and and you're you're at you're where you're at right now with the people the caliber of people that you're that you're working with and the new musicians like Sadie that you are meeting. I mean, what a, yeah. what a life experience that, you know, will just continue to grow, but probably will never be the same as what it is right now. It's congratulations for getting where you're at right now on the voice. Thank you. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, a lot of, a lot of struggle to get here. And so I hope you take that moment to, and you probably have to sit back and go, no matter what happens, I made it. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm it's, what I love. it's really crazy. I mean, even the socials have just taken off. I'm like, I don't even know what I did to deserve <laughs> this, but this is incredible. I love it. Yeah. Well, I, I, joined, I started following you today, too. So, you know, I'm I'm one of the, your million fans. There. <laughs> hey, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Um, 
also, Ian, I put it out there, and, I'll, and I'm going to put this out. I'm putting this out on the airways. When you come on as a musician on our show, uh, most of the most of them are, have been come on as indies over the indie musicians over the ten years, and have slowly released singles and albums and all that. And and I've watched so many of them make it and grow like you are right now. So please always know that this is your home for your music to be played for your fans and, and uh, you got it i will 100 percent keep that in mind yeah come back um so where do you want to go did it did, did you answer that i started talking over you did you no. where do you want to go with with music and is this it or will there be other this is not layers of, for me uh, this was a beginning okay. um i was fortunate enough to not be one of the artists on this show this year that had a platform originally and i wish i would have recorded some songs and just got in the studio and put them out before this because it can do a lot for you but um you know i'm excited for what the show is bringing me at the moment in time and this is just the start of a platform that i actually want to build and build a career on uh it's really it's coming fast and it's coming along way better than i ever thought it would and i it's really just a blessing and i'm so excited for that and I'm so happy for all the other artists too that their platforms are just getting bigger. But mine is just starting, and I'm really thankful for that. Mm. Well, make sure again. I'm going to keep saying this. If you're listening, uh, make sure you know when you go check out Ian Harrison's music on Spotify or any of the platforms that you would prefer. If I can say <laughs> we, we prefer that you buy his music. The best place <laughs> to support an artist money-wise, I get about 80% is on Bandcamp. Um, yep. But support anywhere, any way you can, any way you listen. I'm sure Ian won't uh, co complain. Uh, but support artists. I mean, we talked about Sa Sadie's waiting tables, and she's on The Voice, and she's, you know, she's she's trying she's trying to make it. Ian, you know, you're bartending. Uh, by, by the way, I'm sure a bar back, and I'm sure you would make a great bartender. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah, not yet. Yeah, I know how hard it is to get there. Uh, everybody wants to be the bartender, <laughs> but you yeah, will get the, it, it, it takes work to get there. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a lot okay. Of people understand that you can't just walk in and be a bartender. No, no. or take an online class. I, I always feel bad for the yeah. people that spend that money because it's you, that's not nobody's ever going to. No, look at the this. bar is not going to let that's you just walk in. There. You got to put in your time. Okay, you've you've taken a bar class. <laughs> don't <laughs> yeah, don't exactly. waste your money. Um, anyway, so you know these artists like Ian. You know you the struggle is all of it when you get when you are there and i have no doubt you'll be there with the thousands in the crowd and the lights and the stages on the main stage and headlining and all that great stuff that's in your future um i have no you're going to look back at the bartending to the bar backing these moments where it was hard where you picked up the guitar for the first time and where you started you were alone uh, in your room writing just to just to get through the day and the night uh, you're get, these are the times that will probably stick out and will make that moment, those moments so much sweeter. So 100%. Um, yeah. And I'm glad to have that, that we are catching you on the way up. Cause I can't wait to follow and see where you go. Thank you. Um, last words. Do you want to thank anybody? Do you want to uh, talk about your experience on the voice? Oh man. My experience on the voice was crazy. I loved every second of it. I loved meeting all the contestants. Um, if you didn't know, watching the other contestants for the first time, like we don't get to see their performances. The other contestants don't. Oh, you don't? It's also our yeah. first time watching their performances, which is 
crazy cool because we get to see all of our friends and that we know uh, yeah. perform and do their good job and you're just some of them you're just amazed by you're like wow i had no idea and also i mean thank you to everybody who's just blown up my video on tiktok for no reason um that was insane it's really cool uh there is a reason but he's humble <laughs> uh, no seriously uh i really am appreciative of everyone that's just reached out and said some nice words and really just giving me the support mm. well said okay with that we are wrapping the god what a great three hour show here Two. well it actually turned into three because i was so late right i got you i got you yes okay <laughs> this is going to be a three-parter now um i wanted to thank uh, all the great people at nbc yeah. that have helped organize this today um it kicked off nbc's the voice season 22 it came back uh, and I'm so glad that it did. It tells me it's fall, my favorite time of year, and friends and family coming up on the holidays, and The Voice uh, is bringing us new artists to love and follow and listen to, to uh, add to the soundtrack of our lives. Just love The Voice. NBC's The Voice, again, is on Mondays and Tuesdays, 8, 7 Central, and you can also get it on Peacock if you're late to everything like I am today. <laughs> <laughs> By the um, way, not all the time, just today. Ian, thank you so much, my friend. And uh, everybody out there, follow Ian. Get this guy out. He loves bar, bar backing and bartending. It's part of the social life for him. But he would really prefer to uh, probably just sit on the other side of it and um yeah and and instead of drinking out of the well make more <laughs> call better liquor is off the top shelf because you've bought so many of his songs so we'd like that to happen yeah. right Ian? yeah <laughs> yeah that'd be perfect okay and you got a big game this weekend in Ohio. yeah we do uh osu the ohio state university against wisconsin which is going to be so exciting so if you're in ohio show up to that yeah, and if you see the Roonies, and uh, Jake or Tim Rooney from Orchid, California, or up in that area, I'm not going to give out their home address, uh, really great family, um, Irish family. They are in Ohio, and uh, if they happen to end up somewhere they, sh they can't get out of, <laughs> that they shouldn't have ended up in, <laughs> have them give me a call. I'll take care of the bail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I'll find them for you. Have a great go, Ohio, right? Yeah, Is go Bucks. Go Bucks, okay. Oh, wait. <laughs> All right, Ian, hang out for one second. We're going to get a radio drop from you. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for uh, listening and spending time with the six artists from The Voice, NBC's The Voice, season 22, Mondays, Tuesdays, 8, 7 Central. Um, communicate, listen more, and evolve. Have a great week, everybody.
Remember all the nights we had You said it ain't so bad Keep those heavy eyes looking up Remember when Mary brought her own Jane Lucas thought he was gonna die Stars started falling out in night cloud from a clear midwestern sky. I recall what she said, screaming that the sky's red, burning to a younger man's mind. Remember all the days we had, I say it ain't so bad. Keep those heavy eyes soft and kind. Oh, when I'm old, I will recall all the nights we spent outlaws. It's getting cold. But that sun is cresting And heavy eyes ain't born resting Who's gonna drive us home? The boys and me Our walking staggered vision blurred One thing you'll come to know The boys back home Live for things like dead man's curve I recall what he said He'd rather be gone and dead Than living like those sad folks in town I can't take this soul with me If I go, I'm going quickly Keep those heavy eyes free and proud Oh, when I'm old I will recall All the nights we spent our lives It's getting cold that sun is crashing And heavy eyes ain't born for resting Oh, and I'm old I will recall All the nights we spent our lives It's getting cold but that sun is cresting And heavy eyes ain't born for resting Hi, this is comedian Maz Jobrani And you are listening to The Jeremiah Show Listen, man Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to Dr. D for making our voices come alive on the airwaves. And to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Be sure to check out our very own Richard Dugan, a.k.a. Dr. D, Peabody Award-nominated radio show. Tell me your story every Sunday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and sound and engineer producer Richard Dr. D. Dugan and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. I'm a good man.
This is Miles Copeland. Yeah, I just had the honor of speaking to the Jeremiah Show. Who would have believed that little old me would have the opportunity to speak on such a prestigious show? And they even talked about my book, Two Steps Forward, One Step Back, My Life in the Music Business. So it was a great pleasure to uh, be on that show, The Jeremiah Show. I love you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.